It's Friday night. It's seven o'clock. It's time for the sports phone. All right, it's Friday night. It's seven o'clock. It's time for another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry is in this is well, this is Jerry. I'm in Portland. Jim is actually right next to me in Portland. We are live from the bar at my house, uh, or as Jim likes to call it, the sports phone bar. But uh, it's one of the few times that we get to do the show together in the same person or the same location, and it's always a fun time. Eddie is holding it down for us in the studio. Uh, Jim, it's uh, these are always fun. They're a little bit different, right? They're, it's a little uh, bit different of experience. Well, you know, you live a 12-hour drive away. So first of all, I get to be in the same house with my son. I get to, get to teach him how to weed eat today. Yeah. He's a new homeowner, new homeowner skill. But boy, it's nice to be able to weed eat, do the whole property in 15 minutes. My 10 acres takes about 15 days to weed eat. <laughs> so, and, and, that, and the weed eating was going fine until the first rock kicked up and kind of hit me in the leg a little bit that caught me off guard a little bit uh so like i feel like now i'm gonna be very tentative with my weed eating especially when i'm like in the driveway and we're just getting the roots and like the stuff that's coming out in the yard it's totally fine but i feel like i might need to get some shin guards or something (laughs) shin guards at least long pants maybe yeah possibly i'll have to put on the long pants okay so my two favorite things in portland this trip Mm -hmm. going by milwaukee high school and seeing this incredible football stadium yeah I mean, I, I'm not in favor of that. I hope they have a gym that's equal, you know, for basketball. It's equal to this. To this, this Milwaukee football stadium look like Buffalo Bills stadium. Yeah, and that's a for for comparison for local listeners. Milwaukee High School, I believe, is 700 students, if I remember correctly. So wow. that's like less than Ukiah, but more than Fort Bragg. It's half right? the size of Ukiah, but but a little bit more than Fort Bragg. Three times the size of Fort Bragg, a little bit more than Fort Bragg. Right. Yeah. So so that yeah, but that's a yeah, that's one of the the kind of mid range high schools out here. Um, the other the kind of thing which oh I, yeah, I yeah. want to see come to uh, California is these these food not just food trucks pots got a couple of food pots what are they called food cart pods food cart pods where you've got 20 food pots around a central beer garden and you walk around and my wife has filipino and i have pizza and jerry has i mean it, yeah it's just incredible yeah I, it's, I haven't seen that anywhere but in portland yeah it, it's nice because not to go down the i could talk about food carts forever we get have a whole hour just talking about food carts but it's just nice because the middle the when i was working in portland uh, before uh, the pandemic hit, there were food trucks that were near our office that we could you know, walk to, but then we were just eating it, you know, on a bench somewhere. There wasn't a beer garden or like yeah. organized seating. So yeah, the food cart pods are, are fantastic. They're, they're really fun. My new, those are my two favorite things. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the sports phone. Um, if you are new to the show, uh, the first five minutes wouldn't have indicated it, but this is an open forum sports talk show. Uh, very simply put, Jim and I are here to talk about whatever is going on in the world of sports. We really don't care uh, what it is, what level it's at. As long as it has something connected to sports in some way, Jim and I want to talk about it. The number to do that is 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports whenever you have something you want to talk about. Again, I don't care about the level. It can be professional, rec league, high school, college, whatever you want to talk about. Give us a ring and we can talk sports. 707-895-2448. 707-895-2448. Give us a ring and let's start talking about sports. Um, Jim, if we have nothing at the moment, it is Friday. It is May 28th. Um, I 
this day. Yeah, I guess we start with what happened today in sports at some point in 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 the history of the world. Well, I are you going to cheat and pick two again? I actually have three. Here. Oh, jeez. But but one of them I think we've decided to talk about more. But I can't believe that you, you sort of told me this one. This one is in the this day in sports list. This shouldn't be on here. But it's 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 history for sports. No, this I has mean, nothing to do with sports. 1742, the first indoor pool, swimming pool in London, England. Now, I don't know how you say that's not sports. It is only sport. I want to know what the first activity in that pool was. <laughs> if it was kids frolicking around, I don't think it should be on this list. If it involved lap swimming, I'll allow it. If it involved some sort of physical activity that, that is related to sports, I, I'll, I'll allow it. Let's take a call. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Okay, Jerry. Uh, weed eating is a sport, so uh, you have to suit up. And what you can use is uh, rubber, uh, yellow rain clothes, just the pants, okay. and over your long pants and the rocks. You'll feel them, but they won't hurt. Okay. See, this is good. I see. I am new to this activity, and and I appreciate any and all information. I, I so yeah. it's okay. Are you wearing a face mask, a screen? I have a, so I, I I have some glasses like goggle type things, but I do no, not have a get, get face one mask. of those screen face masks because a rock in the face really hurts. <laughs> Look, did you say something about this but, being a, a sports program? This, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it. I'm allowing it. I'll take any and all oh, yeah, weed. I'm, I'm off. I won't take any more time. Bye. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. No, for for the sake of my great. safety, I'll allow any weed whacking calls um, on on this show. Um, the or funny thing I is, we may actually funny thing, Jim, is that we may actually talk about face masks uh, a little bit later on the show. I hope hope we do get to that. Um, yeah. So, 1742, first indoor swimming pool open in London. If you're going to cheat, what are your other two for today? All right. 1957. Actually, you know what, Jim? I'm going to cut you off. Hello, caller. You are on the air. Well, gentlemen, we're both in Portland. Hi, Vince. Thanks. How are we doing? We're I'm, doing fantastic. I'm in the world of food trucks. I'm, I, I'm, I may never go to a restaurant again. <laughs> oh, I, you know, we, we, we need more of those in our area, Jim, for sure. Um, I'm sitting here right now at Piaggi's and looking at a beautiful clear blue sky with sun shining no wind it's a perfect evening you know i i don't know what it would take and not to go down this road too much you know where there need to be food trucks on the coast pick a location harvest parking lot? no the parking lot the upper parking lot for big river beach is dying for food trucks that <laughs> dirt lot is dying for food trucks i feel like not again yeah, I don't I know how don't, yeah. oh. vince did you get the cops called on you well, no, not yet, but uh, that could be a precursor. So, I don't know. <laughs> what's on your mind, Vince? What, what's uh, what's going on in that got, sports brain of yours today? Well, I got a, a stump the host. Ooh, excellent! These are always fun. Go ahead. All right. And then, so, and then so I've since, got a comment for Vince. Yeah. <laughs> so, since two thousand, which city has the most championships of the four major sports that? we consider in, in North America. And I'll give you a hint. The, the city that has the most has won all four mm-hmm. championships. Only, only city that's won all four since 2000. What's the fourth sport? Hockey? Hockey, yes. Baseball, basketball, football, and hockey. Exactly, yep. Okay. 
So, hmm. you know, I, no, I have no idea. Well, I had a guess, but now I'm questioning it because LA was the first thing that came to mind, but the Ram, because, because it checks the certain boxes. It, it checks, it checks the, the Lakers and the Dodgers, but it doesn't check the, the Rams or the chargers or any football. And I, and I, it, but I know what the Kings have won one. So unless I'm forgetting something in the NFL, LA doesn't work. Um, there's no Tampa Bay baseball basketball team, so it's not Tampa Bay. Yep. I'm just thinking through the other Cause, major cause, sports cause, cities because LA and Tampa have both won three right. in the last decade for sure. Right. Uh, yeah. 2000 for sure. Yeah, so. th- that was why those two came to mind. Um, New York wouldn't work because of the That's Knicks. Cool. Well, yeah, it wouldn't work because of the Knicks. It, so. I almost feel like it's not going to be one of the major cities. San Francisco doesn't 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 have hockey. Oh, San Jose does. But the Sharks haven't yeah. won a stand. The Sharks haven't won either of the 49ers, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so this is this is why I changed it. I was going to go with overall, like throughout the history of time, but that'd be too easy. Right. This is this is a little bit more of a nuance. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my my. Um, Let's let that my ride. So, so Vince, I just want to make sure I, I understand it right. The two elements are since 2000, the city with the most championships, and the wrinkle to that is this city has also won all four. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Got it. Got it. Oh, since 2000, it's the total amount, and you had to have at least you had to had won each one at least once. Well, that, that's just a that's just a hint. That, okay. that part's just a hint because because somebody could have like if you went overall it was you know since the history of, of sports it was obviously New York because the Yankees won twenty seven and that just makes it so easy to say New York but now I'm limiting it to just since two thousand so that that takes New York out of it because like Jerry said the Knicks have not won a title seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight we have Vince on the line he's trying to stump stump the host. Jerry, I am going to still ask Vince's question. Um, he, you made a comment talking about the NBA last week, and um, I sort of went along with it because I didn't know any better. But I now have watched the team play three times. What in the world can you not like about Trey Young? <laughs> What is the matter with you if not like Trey Young? He plays hard. He's got an incredible skill set. And you said something about, oh, his whole thing. I, I... I'm so, so here, here, here's my take on that is I'm all about effort and I love his effort. I love skill set and I love his skill set. I just, I'm, I don't like somebody who is fresh in the league as arrogant and cocky as he is. Like that. To me, is like, dude, you got to own your stripes a little bit first before you start waving your finger and acting like you're the baddest guy on the court. And I appreciate that to an extent because you have to have some of that attitude to be as good as you can be. But so he needs, he, he deserves he drives, Jim. Jim, this this stems from his college days too. Like some of his antics in college were just, dude, take a chill pill. Like act like you've been there. That's one of my biggest things with sports in general right now, whether it's football or basketball or baseball. It's, it's the over-exaggeration of myself, the, the, mm-hmm. the over-promotion 
of my own brand. Like I'm not branding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm branding Trey Young, and I'm Trey Young, and I, this is who I am. And it's happening in every sport right now, whether it's baseball with the bat flip or the, the, the celebrations around the diamond when you hit a home run, or I'm an NFL player and i got to do a dance after everything I do. It's like, dude, that's what you get paid for. Act like you've been there and stop doing this whole self-promotion thing. That's my take on Trey Young is he is more worried about his social media platform than he is his game. And that's, that's what bothers me. That's uh, fair. Um, Vince, qu- question for you, not to change the topic here. Um, and you can feel free to not answer this question. You can, you can feel free to say, Jerry, I don't want to answer this question. And then we got another call, Vince, so I'm going to let you go. But if I was to look at a list of the top 25 most populous cities in the United States, would this city be on that list? Yeah, okay. oh, oh, for sure. Top, top 10, probably. Top 10? Okay, awesome. Vince, we're going to let you go. Thanks. Yep. I'm gonna, we're going to get back oh, to this quiz guys, question. Yep. Have a great night. I'll talk to you if I can. Thanks, Vince. All right. Looks like we got another call. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Uh, hello. Is this the sports bar? This is the... Oh, wait, yeah, it's the sports phone at the uh, sports bar. Do you ship UPS? I, I, I mean, what are, you, what are you looking for? <laughs> Just kidding you. <laughs> um, hey, I wanted to uh, nerd down a little bit for a minute, and then hopefully we can uh, continue along uh, the the uh, sports brain that got started. But um, uh, along with uh, nerd sports, there is a sport where you go out with a compass and a GPS, and I want to say geocaching, something like that. So it's I'm stumped there. I wonder if either two of you know about that as a sport. High tech scavenger hunt. Yeah, no, I, know, I think yeah, Jim's kind of, actually it's an exotic scavenger hunt where you uh, you kind of map out a certain area of your little uh, globe where you live and and uh, I don't understand a lot about it but I think it's really cool because it's it, it entails a lot of geography and math and and you're out there hiking around and and there it is a competition so I'm wondering if that qualifies as a sport my question to you was is, is how did you fit that into or even questioning if it was a sport because of the physical activity or the competition or both? That, that's uh, I'm, fa- I'm fascinated as how we define sport, and I think both. I think if you're sitting no. in a park at a, at a picnic bench playing chess, I'm going to draw the line there. That's not a sport. But if you're actually out there using even using technology and hiking around, and it just it raises a great question for me. I love it. And, and I didn't want to stop there, but uh, also when we talked about the America's Cup down in San Francisco uh, years back, uh, you were kind of hinting at uh, what was going on with the Solar Energy Expo and Rally back in the 90s. And uh, you know, back then there was a, a, a rally composed of solar, electric, and electric vehicles that uh, came from really around the country and even around the globe to participate in a a sport of a rally, and it was a, an endurance sort of thing, and a little loosely netted, but it even had it had you know quite a sport component to it and a competition component to it, and a lot of nerdiness too. And it was just it was kind of a joy, and it continued years later. It went out into the Lake Mendocino, and there was a uh, endurance of electric boats that went back and forth, and there was an electric train down in Ukiah, which is not a sport, but it's I love it when, when technology and sports uh, kind of intervene there, and uh, it's, it's still a competition, and hopefully it fits into sport. 
And, and I, I want to hear uh, more about the, the vein that you're on, too. I, I, basketball is more than a sport. It's, it's miraculous. It's, and I'm yeah. going to leave it there, so uh, I want to hear from you guys. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I, and I want to get back also to the geocaching thing because I was doing some reading on that. Um, we got another call coming in. Going to let you go. But, uh, yeah, I want to answer. I'm going to, if you hang, hang tight, uh, I'm going to talk about geocaching. Hopefully, we'll get back to it because it's fascinating. I've been reading about it. Thank you so much for the call. And chess is a sport. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Caller, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. What's on I your just, mind? I just wanted to make a guess on the city that had the most championships. Of, okay, go for it. Uh, uh, is it Pittsburgh? Okay, so let's 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 walk through this a little bit. And no, I don't think it is Pittsburgh, but because that okay. checks the box it was of a the pretty Penguins. wild guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it checks the box of the Penguins and the Steelers. I know those two for mm-hmm. sure, but they don't have. But mm-hmm. Pittsburgh doesn't have an NBA team. Oh, that's right, they don't. Yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah. No, and caller, that's exactly where I'm getting stuck. Is like I get two to three right. of them, and then I realize there isn't a third. And so, and I pulled up a list of the top ten most populous cities, and I still can't figure out anything that fits. Uh-huh. But it's a good guess for sure. Uh-huh. I'll go back to the drawing board. I love <laughs> Thank it. you. Love it. Thanks you. Thanks okay, for right. the call. Oh, you know what it is? I think I actually just figured. No, it's not because Houston doesn't have a hockey team. The Oilers. Well, it's the Texans now, but they haven't won a championship since 2000. So it can't be Houston either. I'm back to this like two out of four time. I want to know why the guy that called himself a nerd twice, maybe three times in that one call about geocaching and yeah. all this. I want to know how he can all of a sudden off the cuff say, oh, if you're sitting around the park playing chess, that's no, that's not, not a sport. Well, I, I missed what he, what he said. Though. I, I didn't just wasn't a sport. I, Think it, oh boy, I don't know if we want to get into this debate. I think chess is a game. I don't think that's a sport. And golf, golf's a sport. But but again, I I, I don't know if we want to go down this road right Poker? now. Poker's a game. And the, it can okay. The, this I mean, if you just keep naming them, I'll keep categorizing. I know, but I, then if you're going to say that, I want to know there has to be a criteria. I, I think there has to be an element of physical exertion in some form. And and again, like the the Mental? question. And physical or just physical? I think mental and physical to a certain extent. But like the question, I, I mean, if we're going down this road, the one that I always think gets tricky with this is when I say mental and physical exertion, people say, well, what about NASCAR? And anyone that says NASCAR does not involve physical exertion physical. doesn't understand sport. So, well, you make the same question about, about maybe all chess too. What is the physical exertion required in chess? Picking up the piece? Picking up the piece and moving it. That is that, that's very not small and with a very high. Some some <laughs> sports have a high mental and a and a and a low physical. Can we can we talk about geocaching? Okay, I, I want to. This is really interesting because you got it right yeah, on the is head. Going to um, be a sport? Yeah, I would. Call, I I would. Call, oh wait, dang it, we're not going to get to call, talk about it yet. Just yet. Let's take this Save call, it. but I do want to get to you it. Uh, hello, hello, caller, you're on the air. Yeah, I would. Call, I, I would. Call, oh, hello there. Darts, archery. I'm saying yes to all of them. Archery is a sport. Darts is fringe. Darts is a fringe sport. A fringe sport. Why? Because it's played with beer in the other hand? (laughs) You said it, not me. I I will say this, though, about darts. I, I, at one point in my last job, when I was living in Arizona, we turned on like the world dart championships. That was as energetic a crowd as I'd seen at any sporting event. It was, it was in London somewhere and it was 
out of control. And they all had beer in there. And, yeah. The, okay. The fans okay. Had now, beer now, in now, there. now, now, let's take it indoors a little bit even further. How about um, nine ball? So billiards in general. Billiards. Billiards. See, yeah. Jerry, Jerry is saying there has I think to be that's physical a game. and um, mental exertion, but he's putting the 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 emphasis on the physical. There are some that are a little bit physical and a lot mental, like chess. And like mm-hmm. like maybe darts. Is I dart think, mental or is it physical? There's a physical component to it. I, I don't know. It's, I, Help me out, Burton. It's, com- it's competitive. You're throwing something across the room. Now, and then I brought it over to on the table with balls, you know? Yeah. Is that a sport? Also, another one that's played with alcohol nearby a lot, unless it's done by the pros. The pros are amazing nine ball on tv it's amazing what somebody can do with, with uh, the physics involved with that game wait, wait a minute yeah. here no, it's, it cannot be a sport just because when the good people are playing it no it's, it's always a sport, a sport. Or it is yeah i don't think well, you're saying well no i know I'm, i know i'm just saying that you can go to a hall and play pool mm-hmm. you can go to a bar and play pool so yeah. alcohol isn't necessarily a factor but then we don't want to go into that whole steroids league discussion tonight. Um, no, nope. I think we explored that enough the other night. My but, my favorite, uh, Burton. I don't know if you've ever seen this. My favorite version of billiards to watch on TV. Have you ever watched the trick shot challenges where it's basically horse between the two competitors and they're doing trick I shots? No, it's it's no. fascinating. Just some of the stuff they'll come up with. And again, it's like it's basically horse where. One guy maybe is really good at curve shots. The other one's really good at hop type shots where they're, you know, jumping, hop, the jumping the ball around. It's really interesting to see, like, some of them specialize in different things. And it's, it's really, it's like I said, it's basically horse. It's really fun to watch. Well, that's really funny because then I go, okay. And then there's the theatrical stuff. Yeah. There's uh, 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 wrestling, TV type wrestling. And, um, oh, it's what a- was the other one I was going to, uh, they know who's going to win before it starts, so that's a sport. Professional well, wrestling. Well, it's it's it's, it's professional wrestling. Is that a sport? I mean, it's Absolutely. it's well choreographed. You know, there are these big guys doing amazing things, and uh, often I don't think they're as big as they say they are. You know, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's but, fair. But because I have met a couple of those guys and and thought, gee, you know, you look bigger on TV. You know, and um. So there's that, and oh, I was thinking of another one, but it slipped. Another theatrical kind of sporting event. Anyway. Well, I, I question when that it's not pure theatrics. Just, it's just because there are big, strong men and women, I don't think it makes it a sport when when it's all pre-written who's going to win, who's not going to win. Oh, yeah, right. Well, is, is it really? I mean, it takes a certain edge out of the competition. It's only for the show. the competition is for the the, the you know the audience the, the competition is it real or is it Memorex you know anyway. have you ever here's a okay. fun little side question for either one of you have either one of you ever seen a professional wrestling script before like the ones that have gotten leaked I, I've online been to the shows no I'm not asking if you've been to the shows I'm saying have you ever seen the scripts like when they like the oh the layout like the screen the screenplay so to speak. No, I, I haven't. Have you seen yeah, the, the, the uh, yeah, blocking yeah. and the, the the choreography? Yeah. So so they don't. It's interesting because got to be some improv. Yeah. The, the the matches themselves are not scripted in the sense of like it's not 
I'm going to throw you against the ropes. And then this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this are going to happen. There's almost like key elements that are documented where it's like, at this point, there will be a momentum shift. How they get to that point yeah, it's a, is, it's up, is up improvisational. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that's also yeah. really interesting when you watch professional wrestling, I'm a, if, if, if anyone that's listening doesn't know this about me, I, I'm a huge fan of professional wrestling. I still watch it on and off. Um, if you watch it closely, you can see the two competitors communicating with each other constantly, like about, Hey, I'm going to do this. You're going to do this type of thing. And then the other part of it, can you guess who the mo- what the most important element of any professional wrestling match is, even though on TV, they're made out to look like a fool. No. The referee, oh. the referee oh. is almost oh. the conductor of what's going on in certain ways, oh. in terms of how they communicate with the, t- with the, with uh-huh. the people. It's, it's fascinating yeah. stuff. Okay. At 707-895-2448. Well, 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 the thing that, the thing that I recall about yeah. it is that like, it'll go back and it'll go forth and it'll go back and it'll go forth. And at a certain point, a move happens, right. another move happens and you go, this is the finishing sequence. Yep. This is yep. it's going to end in the next ten to fifteen seconds and it's done. Yep. I remember yep. that. Yeah. Hold on for a second, Burton. Seven oh seven eight nine five two four four eight. The uh, things we're sort of discussing here is I, I want to get back to something that the Burton sort of jumped on us with and what is a sport? Oh, what makes it a sport? Debate. The only thing we really have going here is um is that it takes mental and physical another call Burton. let me take this and okay go for it let us know if we uh if we stay on track here hello caller you're on the air oh they seem gone oh we just lost them okay well if we're, if we're gonna go down this road i have the definition of sport pulled up from the dictionary from the dictionary okay um because I, I always think if we're gonna have this debate we got to start with the definition um but i, I want to talk about geocaching just for a second because that caller asked i don't know if the caller's still listening but Jim, you were right in that geocaching is essentially a very elaborate scavenger hunt. They're picking um, up stuff at each spot? Correct. So the way it works is, I don't know how this starts, but essentially the way it works is somebody takes a photo and of an item or a scenario and then posts that photo online with clues. It is then up to subsequent people to essentially recreate that photo. And go, yeah, and that's the short version of it. Um, hello, caller, you are on the air. Caller, are you there? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Hi, hey, hey. Um, I, I want to know in this, uh, what's a sport and what's not a sport? Uh, do you consider competition as one of the definitions? Do I consider competition? Yeah, does it have to be competitive to be a sport? You mean does someone have to win and lose? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I I, I would say there is a competitive a- aspect to it. Yes, I, I believe. Okay, a sport- do you know do you know what the national sport of Myanmar is? Not a clue. Cricket. That's a good it's, guess. No, no, not a bad guess. It's called Chin Loan. And I've seen it played there, and they play with a, a woven bamboo ball, and yeah. you get in a circle. It's kind of like hacky sack. But these yeah. guys are freaking incredible. But there's no winner. The idea is to keep the ball moving and do tricks well, that, with it and, and, you know, show off. And it's actually the national sport of that country. And it, it, they've tried to make it competitive. 
in the Asian games and stuff, you know, oh, which team is more beautiful or looks better or has the better moves. But ideally, it is not a, it's like a dance between all the people in the circle playing it. It's quite beautiful and incredible, the, 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 the athleticism that they do it, but it's not competitive. So that was very interesting to me to observe that. Do they play with the same people as we might call a team, or is this, is this like hacky sack? No, no, it's pick, it's pick up, you know, yeah, yeah. I think there, there is like a national team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they play together a lot, and they get their moves down and stuff, yeah. But uh, I saw a bunch of pickup games, you know, around people, yeah. just whoever shows up gets in the circle and plays. Well, very I'm, cool. Yeah, this does seem really cool. For a lot of years, I saw amazing hacky sack um, experts, and I, and I saw, you know, some better than others. I saw newcomers and all. What I'm getting at is the description of it is very similar. The, mm-hmm. the idea of hacky sack. Yeah, yeah. Win or right. lose to keep it going, but but isn't that the competitive element keeping it going? That that's yeah, but you're competing with nobody. you know with just keeping it going, not the other people. The other, team. you know, right. you're, I, it, yeah, I, it, I, it's I beautiful in that way. I really like that. Well, I I thought the same about Hacky Sack, and I went to San Francisco. I was on the uh, down by the, uh, the by the green something. They had the. They had the uh, Hacky Sack Championships, and I'm like, okay, how is this going to work? Oh, yeah. Teams, And no, it was individual, and it's how long one person could keep it going. So they took a thing that you described Mm -hmm. of just Uh playing for fun and keeping it going. They broke it down to the individual, and they had an elimination turn. Two guys would go against each other. The guy that (laughs) dropped it would move on. You know, the guy that kept it going would move on. Sometimes a person would keep it going by themselves for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this could, is just. Could I jump in with, with something else that you guys were talking about last week? Oh, absolutely. And that was comedy in sports. Yep. And I love the conversation. And Jerry, this is Captain Rainbow here. And you, you, you were in the variety show. In, in Anderson Valley, and you did, you know, who's on first, and I've never seen anybody do it, both parts. You were incredible, and how old were you, eight, ten years old? I was, I was in, I was playing Little League organized at that point, so it was somewhere between like eight and twelve years old. It was eight. <laughs> it was incredible, and, and uh, uh, it, I, that's such a brilliant routine, and you guys were right on with that. And somebody else started talking about George Carlin and the, uh, comparing football to baseball. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right? And it's a beautiful comedy routine and it's clean. You guys could play it on the air. George huh? doesn't use any of his seven words or any of their other words. And you guys should play that because it's really good. It almost made me want to like baseball better than football. <laughs> Uh, so I, I hope you guys dust that off, find that, and uh, might play it sometime. Uh, the different George Carlin's difference between football and baseball and comedy and sports. I think it's a worthy topic because there's a lot of comic moments. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you a question. Did you? Yeah. When you had your regatta, did you call it in Philo, or was it a? Oh, the Philo Yacht Club Regatta. Oh, yes, the Yacht Club. Oh, yes. Was that a, yes. Was that a race, or was that just a show? It was a show. 
There was no no racing, but there was judging. There was competition, but it was mostly on um, uh, on the most outrageous, you know, wildest whatever. And they handed out very beautiful trophies that were often better than the boats. But yeah, it was not a race. Although they did uh, throw some boats off the bridge over uh, uh, at, uh, in Philo there. Uh, and see which ones would float. That that was yeah. They had the edible uh, uh, division of uh, yachts. Yeah. I, it, it's a lot to go into. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a race though. Gotcha. gotcha. Thank you, Rainbow. Thank, Rainbow. It's it's good to hear your voice. I appreciate it. Thank you for the call. Oh, I listen. You guys, you, you know, you guys are terrific, and you know, you guys are comedy uh, routine on your own. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for the call. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. You know, you know Jim, it's it's funny cuz I'm still thinking about this this hacky sack chin I forgot how it's pronounced already. I feel bad about chin it. Mo? Chin no, it's chin alone, I think. But like if we go out to the beach, we're we're throwing the frisbee back and forth, right? Yeah. We're not playing against anybody, but I still think there's like a com- but there's still a competitive element in terms of we're not, I guess I would argue we're playing against the Frisbee in the sense of we're trying to like not drop it. Right. Like, so it's same thing. Like if we were to go play paddle ball out in the yard, we're not playing against anybody, but we're trying to keep it going. Like and it, right. And I think that, that in a way is, a, is competitive you're against the elements. So that, even that, though you're not playing against somebody, so to speak, I, I believe those are sports. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was being silent on it. I'm glad you you came across. We have another caller. Yeah, let's do it. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, hey, uh, I would be careful with that George Carlin. He's got a couple different versions where he does drop some uh, expletives, so be careful with that one. I appreciate that. Did you guys talk about the uh, the Chicago Cubs and the Pirates play? So, so it's funny. We were talking about it beforehand. That is actually one of my favorite sports comedy moments is when a team just totally forgets how to play the sport that they're playing. And it was. <laughs> so you're talking about the play to first. Right. Caller, I, we haven't talked about it yet. Do you want to try to explain what happened? Do you want me to do it? Yeah. Like, so that I don't, I don't have all the names, but I watched it. So the batter, he, he hits a grounder to third base. And he starts going to first base. The third baseman throws to first base, and the the first baseman pulls off of first base and catches the ball. And everybody just assumes that the play is over because you know he's out. But he didn't stop. So the the runner he starts jogging back like he's in pickle. So he starts jogging back to home base, right. and the first baseman follows him. So he he lured the first baseman along, and he's kind of just, and the first baseman's, you know, kind of speeding up, going to try and tag him. Meanwhile, the guy is rounding third and coming to home base. And suddenly the first baseman realized, holy crap, this guy's going to score. So he tosses it to the catcher. The catcher misses the tag. So the runner is safe, and a run is scored. Then the original batter, he takes off for first base because he hasn't been tagged out yet. And the throw to first base goes wild, so then he goes to second base, and he's safe at second. The, the two parts of this that are my favorite elements of it, first of all, is the first part of it being there's two outs, and the thing that Pittsburgh totally forgot about was just touch first, and the play is over. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, just go back to first base. You do but realize, the guy, it was like mental jujitsu. He, you know, the right. guy's like, "Oh, this is pickle," and he just kind of naturally, the first baseman, just like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I know what this is," 
and just he yeah he forgot what he was doing. Yeah. What I think most yeah people, it was brilliant. What I think most people <laughs> don't understand about that play is that even after that runner scored it with a force out at first and there being two outs they that run could have still scored they could have still thrown it to first and the force out at first would have nullified the run i don't think everyone realizes that that's how bad they were Dan, yeah, it you? was just you know it was just confusion all over the place. So yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was quite uh, quite fun to watch. Did you have anyway, a chance? Yeah, to- great show and uh, baseball is definitely a sport. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, and, and the other thing I'll <laughs> say about that that moment is if you haven't had a chance, listen to it with the Pirates broadcasters because the Pirates are the one that forgot how to play baseball and the broadcast because the Pirates aren't very good this year and the Pirates broadcasters just didn't know what to do. They were just, they, they just got to the point in the middle of it, it's like, this team's awful. Like, what are we doing? Like, it was, it was so funny. I got a text yeah. here. Thanks, Dan. Yep. Talk to you guys later. Great show. Thank you. I got you. a text from the Z-Man. Yeah. This is, I think, pretty much for you, Jer. Mm-hmm. Any sport where the outcome is predetermined is not a sport, as in pro wrestling. It's so theater. It's theater. I agree with you, Z. It's theater, but it's it's different than theater in that if I go to watch Wicked, I know what's going to happen. Wicked? Wicked. The musical. Oh, the musical. If I go to a musical or a play, I know what's going to happen, right? Because that unless it's like brand new the first time, I know what's going to happen. My only argument would be if I go watch professional wrestling as a fan, I don't know what the result is. Well, I don't they did that same show in another city, but they don't. That's not how professional wrestling works. It's a continuous storyline. They're not recreating the same thing in any one in any two cities. Saying, because there's improv. If Wicked was improv, no, I'm saying I, I'm saying I know how Wicked is going to end. I don't know how a professional wrestling match is going to end. So I still think there's a competitive element to it for the fan because I am rooting for someone or not rooting for someone. We can get back to this if you want, but let's get this caller in. Hello, caller. You are on the air. Yeah, I I, I, I love that thing that Dan was talking about. Uh, the thing, though, with professional wrestling is you got to think about this and that. All that improvisation is going on and everything, but... Sometimes they take those shows from town to town and they got to come up with the same outcome after each match because when they go for the big matches on TV, they got to have the same, the belts in the same place. They got to have the same storyline going for everybody that has seen it in between. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to exchange. That's that's a fair point. They're not going to have the world heavyweight championship exchange hands in an untelevised. They're not doing the same show, but they have the same ending to the same show they're doing in five different cities. That's fair. Anyway, anyway, um, the thing I forgot earlier when, when I was on the air talking about, when I brought up professional wrestling, was, is this a sport? You go to see basketball, and one team is the Harlem Globetrotters. Aren't we back to the scripted argument? Because we know the generals are going to lose. I don't, I'm, no, no, no. It is not scripted. This, I could be wrong. But I believe it's an entirely improvised game. It is a game between guys that are darned amazing showmen as well as athletes against other people that are certainly qualified possibly to play professional basketball. And 
I mean, I've watched it enough times to feel fairly convinced that the other guys are trying real hard. So what? Maybe they're I guess not that's... as fast or as tall or as coordinated insofar as working together as the other team, but I think they're really trying to play their best basketball. So, so I, my question with that becomes, and I don't know the answer to this, what do the, the generals go into that game being told? Like, do they know there are going to be sequences in this game where we just have to step back and let the Globetrotters do their comedy? Yes, they do. But, the, but okay, so then the, are they also, are they then told? Well, I, that I the, don't know. I don't right, know. So, if so it's scripted like that, then no, it goes the way of professional wrestling instead of golf. Right. But there, there are sequences in a Globetrotters game, and I've watched them, where they are more or less playing basketball for, to some degree. Oh, I, so, I, I, Right, but they're doing something really silly and slapsticky that takes a lot of coordination, and people, you don't want people getting in the way. Right, but, but I'm separating those two things. I, I think there are two like, clear parts of a Globetrotters game. There is the comedy element when they you know, pull the pants up over the referee or do something with the crowd. But then there are chunks that are actual basketball. So my question is, what are the generals told to do in those sequences? Are they told? I guess, I guess we, if we had that answer, we'd have the answer to the question. Yes, yes it, that would be the answer. Yeah, the answer is, yes. is, is it competitive? Play, but they're also told to lose. And are they? Those, do you know that teams, for a fact? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that. Those teams are regional. Why do you know that the generals are told to lose? Because it was regional. When they came to Buffalo, I know some of the people that played against them. So you're you're going oh, with interesting. Oh, so it wasn't even really a team. No, there was a pickup really... game for the for the guys that were losing. <laughs> Let's see if this other phone you're on a you're on a very well accepted sports phone double dip, which we, we encourage. Let's see who's yeah, on the other I know. Okay. Yeah, let someone else in. Thanks, Bert. Call back. Call, are you still on the air? Eddie, you got someone there? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Call, are you there? Oh, come on, phone. Oh, come on. Caller, we can hear you. We can hear you. Oh, hey. Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. What's oh, going on? hi. Yeah. That, this is a sport around here trying to get phone reception. <laughs> 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 but, hey. You know, hey, actually, the guy talking about you know that you know who was paid a million dollars to uh, offered a million dollars to play with the uh, the Globetrotters, but refused it and went to play in the NBA. Will Chamberlain did no, but he went to the Globetrotters. No, no, no. Uh, uh, actually, the guy that changed the NBA and they hated him when he showed up with his was Pistol Pete. Oh, that's I right. That. No, I yeah. did know that. Yeah. Pete Maravich, yeah, was offered a million dollars, I think, to play with the Globetrotters because he was, you know, I'm glad you mentioned played, you know. I, I grew up, you know, basically similar age to Pete Maravich, so I was watching him a lot and playing a lot of basketball. Yeah. And, I, and I've told Jerry's age, the 30th age, all the kids I coached, get a Pistol Pete highlight film. There's mm-hmm. not that many. Oh, out there because the, the technology wasn't yeah. there. They didn't. They didn't film yeah. everything back then. But it is something that's never, never. I I know Steph Curry's very ball savvy, but there's nothing that's ever been like Pistol Pete. I'm just saying, watch oh. it before you judge me. Yeah, 
Thank you. Yeah, I agree, man. I've showed people that too. A lot of people think there's all the uh, that all the black people were the people that, and I. This is always expected. A bunch of money once, Jer. But they were in the ones diner. that in a diner. All this, all this dribbling style and stuff, you know. But it was really Pistol Pete that brought that to the NBA. Yep. yep, yep. Thanks for the call. But what, what I was going to talk about is uh, you referred to as a sport, and and then really what you guys are arguing over is not what is a sport, but what is a competition sport. And what is a non-competition sport, you know? A recreational sport. Yeah, you know, like, like I, I'm a bicyclist, and I pack up my bicycle with gear, and I take off for 10 days on a thousand tour. Mm-hmm. And I ride with a bunch of other people. I see a long, you know, we, we meet each other each night at the, at the campground, you know? And, it, and it's like, you know, some of us are faster than others, but... It's not a competition. <laughs> it's it's all about enjoyment, you know. And part of I think about sports is it's something that you do for enjoyment, you know. I think Jerry hit I, hit it on like, the head, Jerry. I don't know if you I think came you can play books. chess. You know, you you know, it's some sort of something that's a competition kind of thing. And yeah, you have you know golfers go out here. And, you know, you know, they're, they're we're losing this. Each other, you know. We're losing the call. Yeah, look, we got. I I, I want to mention mention yeah, a couple hey, things, I, but we got another like call I say, coming it's in. So, events, keeping phone. So, hey, I, that's all. I was. It's more. A, it's, I think the argument is more. What What is the competitive sport? You want right. For sure. No, no, I, I appreciate that. I, I have I have a thought on that. Um, for sure. But yeah, let's. Uh, but thank you for the call. Let's. I want to get this next caller in because we're. Getting close to the time, but I do have some comments on that. Uh, hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey, this is Bill, your roving reporter in another state. And I what thought you- I'd quiz you guys to see if you knew what state I was in by telling you what the stats are for the teams. Oh, go! Oh, I love this. Okay, go. This is fantastic. Okay, they're top. They've just won their division, their leagues, and they're all in playoffs in both women's softball and men's baseball. That's college, at least women, or is there professional well, women? There is. So, can I ask if you're talking about no, college? It's college. Or, it's university oh, college. Got it. Got it. Okay. San Diego? No. <laughs> and, and then you top, said you said the baseball said, team is rated top in the nation for 13 weeks out of the year. 13 weeks. Okay. Okay. Give me give me a chance here. Let me think through this a little bit. So, the the well established baseball programs that I know of are in the, the, the South and the Northwest to my understanding of like high level baseball, high level collegiate baseball. The girls just beat Stanford and the men just beat Vanderbilt. Okay. So I, there's a women's softball that that could beat Stanford. Right. So, so it's the same thing in softball. They just beat Stanford. Okay, so my first guess is you're somewhere in Oregon, because Oregon uh-huh. State, because is no. you're not in Oregon. Okay, good. Okay, um, just trying to think through this. I know Florida has a really good softball <laughs> team. I don't know about their baseball team. Uh, They're not in the playoffs. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I would imagine they're not in the playoffs for baseball because I, I know their, okay. their softball team is pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I, I would need more at this point because the other things that come, uh, come to mind are like, I know Auburn's got a decent baseball softball team, but I don't know anything about their baseball team. Okay. SEC. SEC. It is an, it is an SEC school. Okay. That is helpful. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I can do this to you guys. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think who are the other dominant SEC softball teams because I know that there's a group of them. Um, yeah, you're not in Arkansas because Arkansas has got good baseball, but it doesn't have good softball. There you go. Oh, you are in Arkansas. Yeah, the Razorbacks. So Arkansas has a good softball team this year. Yeah, the girls are are kicking butt. Let's see. I had no idea. Stuff by you here. They beat Vanderbilt on the twenty seventh. Okay. Um, they've got their record for the season nineteen and three. Okay. And uh, let's see. They won three post game. Three. Um, they're three and zero post season. Uh, they got a, a girl that a Burnside that hit twenty five home runs in the twenty two game season. Twenty two. Yeah, that's a lot of home runs. Wow. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, no, I, I knew that Arkansas had a pretty successful baseball program, but I, I didn't know that they're about their softball team. That's really cool. They're going to go up against Arizona in these playoffs that are coming up, which are called super regionals, I think. Yep. Yeah. So softball is is interesting in that you have a regional tournament, a super regional tournament, and then the winner of the super regionals go to. Oh, I want to say Nashville, but I don't think that's right for the for the college softball World Series. One of my, I will say, one of my favorite events to watch of the year. The College Softball World Series is one of my favorites. Yeah. So, anyway, okay, for the guys, they are uh, 42 and 10 for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were 11 and 2 on the road. Okay. They have a reliever named Cops who has a 0.75 ERA in 60 innings. Wow. You see that in softball a lot, but in baseball, that's super no. This is right. baseball. This is baseball. No, no, this yeah. is the men's no, baseball. I, I, I was saying that it's a, you see that in softball a lot, where you'll see pitchers with super low ERAs, but to see it in baseball is even more impressive. Yeah, and so uh, they're number one in all six polls this week. They've been thirteen weeks in number one in all in one poll or another. Uh, let's see. They're going to go. Probably, I think they're going up against George. No, they just beat Georgia. Uh, they might be going up against them. My notes are a little sketchy here, and I can't pull up the internet and talk to you. <laughs> yeah, no worries. But anyway, no, I like the other I like wild it. thing, the, the local PBS TV station at Little Rock plays all the finals for all five divisions of Little League on the air. That's really cool. PBS. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah. I like right. it. Good stuff. Well, Bill, I appreciate the. Qu- this is a, a new take on on the on the quiz type question for the host. I really like it. It was good stuff. Yeah. Well, detail for me. <laughs> no, yeah, really like only, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. No, but right, I appreciate fun, it. Guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, so back to uh, Jim. We had a another quiz question earlier in the show. Yeah, we um, I, I want to circle back to that one real quick while while we have a second. The the question was, um, since two thousand. What city has won the most professional sports championships? And the the clue that was given to us was that they have won at least one of each of the major championships. So NFL, NBA, uh, oh geez, I'm blank. ML, major League Baseball and hockey. And and they said it's one of the top ten 
major cities right. in the country. Yeah, top 10 major cities in the in terms of population. Um, Come up with the answer? I did. I, I, I looked it up because I thought we were running out of time. And I know that Vince, uh, who pro- proposed the question, said he may or may not be listening. So I don't know if he was going to call back or not. Um, I have the answer. I'm happy to sit on it for another like four or five minutes oh, if we want. The, the answer is Boston. You figured out with Boston. It yeah. Um, but and I just didn't think about it. But it makes sense because you have the Bruins. You have the Peng- No, the, the Bruins for hockey, the Red Sox, the Celtics. And the Patriots. And the reason I didn't think about Boston was it's because it's not the Boston Patriots. Oh. It's the New England Patriots. And so I just didn't think about it that that Boston would fit that. But it, it that does work. Um, this is an interesting take here from a text from the Z-Man again. I'm happy Burton described that crazy Cubs-Pirates play. It saved me from having to type it all out. <laughs> the reason the Pirates' first baseman fell for the runner on first base and got sucked into it is that Javier Baez, according to Z, is the most intimidating base runner in baseball. He regularly does things on the bases, on the base pass that the teams misinterpret and he can score almost at will once he gets on the base. Right. But so that's fair, but the but it's still on the first baseman for not knowing how many outs there are. <laughs> like like Baez can can be a uh, can contribute that a little bit, but all you always got to do is know there's two outs. But it's still, I, I, I agree with that. I know Javier Baez is one of the most entertaining baseball players out there. Um, 707-895-2448. It is 755. We've got a couple minutes left here on the sports phone. So if you've got any last-second sports thoughts you want to get in, you can give us a call, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports for the next couple of minutes. Jim and I will take your call. Do you know, Jer, that we never... I never got, I mean, this has been so listener uh, driven, which is what we like. I never got to my, I never got to my. uh, It's too late to do a recap of last week. We're almost through this week. (laughs) No, I even got through this day in sports. Oh, right. Because you picked three of them and you wanted to cheat. I was just given the second one when the first caller came in. Then this is important for the West Coast. I had no idea that in 1957. I had no idea that the Dodgers and the mm-hmm. Giants moved to California the same year, the same season. Yep. Brooklyn Dodgers, New York Giants, baseball. Right, and and moved one to L.A. Obviously, and and it, and it, it was a rivalry then, and it's a rivalry now. And did you tell me that was the reason? Yeah. So so I didn't look into this a ton, but it was definitely an interesting story. So the Dodgers moved first, like made the decision, and, and as far as I read, it was for financial reasons. I didn't look into the Dodgers moved first, right? I didn't look into what the financial reasons were, but that's what it said. So the Dodgers huh. moved for financial reasons, but then the owner of the Dodgers, if the story I read was accurate reached out to the owner of the Giants and more or less said, we're rivals, come out to the West Coast so we can stay rivals, which is interesting because it's you, you don't think about rivals wow. talking to each other in that way, but it's it's a cool story, assuming it's all true. With, 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 with what with it takes to get a new franchise and to move us into a city now, that's an incredible personal story. Yeah, I, I would imagine in the 50, 40s and 50s, it was probably a little bit easier to move a team than it is nowadays. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, moving teams is a that's a yeah, yeah. If, if you're a Bay Area sports fan, you know all about moving teams nowadays. That's a that's so, a real mess. So I can't do last week in sports now. I don't think you can do last week on the sports phone when when there's three minutes left this week on the sports phone. 
Did we ever talk about fan interaction? No, we didn't. And oh. I do want to get to that, but but I will say, we're not going right. to get to it today, but I, I will say as long as the NBA playoffs are going on, I think it's relevant and we can bring it up. And I think it's, it's an interesting And topic. there might be more by right. next week. Right. And by so. fan interaction, we're talking about someone spitting on a player and someone dumping popcorn on a player. Yeah. What should be done? Why should it be done? Who should it be done to? Yeah, and, I mean it's 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 a great sports story. Yeah, we we've got some some good topics on the on the back burner. Um, I, I know we want to talk about that. I want to talk about because if you brought bring this up, I know we at one point we want to talk about baseball safety is another thing, Ooh, I, I, which I actually right. think is an, a, a more interesting conversation than that may sound um, on on paper. So I, I want to talk about that as well. But with only a couple minutes left on the show, I, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna dive into too much here. Um, Jim, we don't need to talk about any, any of the games, but overall, you enjoying the NBA playoffs so far? Having a good time watching basketball? I, I'm Yeah, at this point in the game, I'm watching every minute of my teams. Right. And remember, I have multiple teams. I have the teams I love to watch win, mm-hmm. and I have my teams that I love to watch lose. Right. And I enjoy watching the teams that I want to lose just as much as I enjoy watching my teams that I want to win, but just for different reasons. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm watching, I'm enjoying watching the Lakers get better and I'm enjoying watching the Clippers get worse. My, my only thing. And if, and if for some freak reason, there's any NBA executives out there listening to this show, stop overlapping games in the first round. It's killing me that they're playing two games at the same time in the first round. I, I can't, I don't know if they've done that in the past or not. I don't know if they have either, but I I hate it because I see the score of one game while I'm watching the score of the other one. Uh, Only about a minute left here, so I think we're going to start wrapping it up. Uh, Next week will be the first June, May, June edition of the Sports Phone. Uh, Jim will be back in the station. I'll be hanging out in Portland. Uh, I will be back in the station actually in August. I'll be doing some shows uh, in Philo. I'm excited about that. you will be back in Philo. Yeah, so I'm excited to do that. Um, other than that, we don't have anything else really scheduled for the show. Uh, as next year gets a little bit closer, I'm sure we'll start bringing in high school sports again. But I think it's about time to wrap things up. Eddie, thank you, as always, for locking it down at the studio. Hear, it's always appreciated. Let me hear your voice, Eddie. Hey there, guys. It's always a pleasure uh, engineering for you. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate it. You, you allow us to keep this going on the air. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks, everyone, for listening uh, on the sports phone this week. We'll be back next week with more calls. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can go to kzyx.org to find more shows and content like this one. While there, you can stream us live or check out our jukebox. And if you like what you hear, consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. We are Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, listener-supported community radio. KZYX, Philo, 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Woolits and Ukiah, 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. Thanks for listening.